Hey everybody, uh, my name is Pastor Paul Seymour. I'm uh, the pastor of music here at Southernville Church and I'm here with Doug Porter, Josh Matthews. They are tech people here at Sailorville Church, right? He's We've the... been called many things. <laughs> tech freak. Tech freak, yes. I haven't been called that yet. <laughs> just wait, just Sound wait. Guy. Um, Doug is the head tech guy, the head honcho, the guy that makes all the decisions. If the music is too loud, you talk to him. If it's, you know, any problem you have that I'm you think is board. my right, fault. It's still my fault. Probably is. Right. <laughs> and Josh is tech assistant. He does yep. uh, basically whatever Doug says, right? Yeah. I like to think of myself as the Leatherman of uh, or the multi-tool, <laughs> the multi-tool. of the tech crew. Pull out the Leatherman for all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> These guys do a great job, and I, um, I joke sometimes, you know, people don't really notice the tech team until something goes wrong, and then everyone turns their head and goes, what are you doing back there, you know? And that's when they recognize where the tech team is, but... Where's when my sign? You, when you don't... What, what's your sign? My sign. Remember the onion? Like when people turn around and... Not the onion. What's it called? The uh, Babylon Bee. Babylon Bee. It had all these signs like, it's not my fault. Oh, like, <laughs> the pastor just gave me the notes. And like, <laughs> when the well, audience turned around. Babylon Bee is uh, full of gems. But they, uh, when, when nothing goes wrong and you don't, and, and people don't realize anything's really happening, then that's when everything's going real smooth, right? That's right. <laughs> so um, super appreciate these guys. They... Uh, they make the music sound as good as it can, um, unless I'm off key or something like that, then it won't, but they make things go. So this is a, this is just a little bit of behind the scenes at Sailorville. Um, we wanna do a few of these with different ministries just so uh, everyone out there in uh, internet's land can, uh, can know kind of what you guys do, what goes on behind the scenes here at Sailorville Church. And maybe we could even help other churches too with some of the stuff that we've learned along the way. Of course, Doug does everything perfectly so uh, he can, you know, we've we've learned uh, sometimes the school of hard knocks, right? And some of the some of the stuff we've we've learned how to do here at Central. So maybe we can help and pass some of that stuff on to other churches as well. Sure. I thought so. Just to start off, uh, why don't you guys just tell the good people who you are, um, and you know, like your family. What's go start with you, Doug? Uh, well, I've grown up at this church as a kid. Started volunteering uh, kind of right before I got married in my twenties. And then um, eventually got hired on part-time and then full-time. I was just kind of volunteering in the sound room and doing website stuff and a little bit here and there. And then um, just built that over and over, up and up, and then eventually got hired full-time. But um, married to my wife, Brooke, right around that same time. I was 23, and then we've had five kids since then. So we've been married for 17 years or something like that. <laughs> been here for 15, 16 on staff. So Awesome. Cool. How about you, Josh? I'm Josh. Uh, I grew up in Australia, a missionary kid, and got interested in technology there, and and then reached out to Doug, what was it, like four years ago? Yeah, yeah four years ago, I was like, hey, I'm interested in tech, I don't know what to do, so do you mind if I just come and shadow you? So, came over here 2017, and uh, just been working here ever since, really, I got hired end of 2017, at, beginning of 2018 right mm -hmm. yeah so just been helping out Doug and shadowing him and um, and I'm married to Gina and we have a cat we don't have any kids so. <laughs> what's the cat's name uh, Jasper Jasper okay oh, that, nice. that's an important thing that's an important thing <laughs> so what would you guys what do you guys generally do just kind of as your hobbies you have some free time you have some free time right anytime it's five kids and a tech job yeah. we'll just ask Josh first <laughs> what do you do what's like what do you like to do your hobbies? so 
it's kind of a as as I've progressed and grown in the Lord, I've actually in my, a lot of my hobbies aren't tech related. Mm -hmm. I usually I usually just go like hike or something like yeah, that and yeah. like spend a lot of my time away from tech. And then when I come to church or I need a project done, I that's when I get engrossed in tech. So I usually just go out and hike or. Something like that. When so. you stare at a screen for a while, you just need to get outside yeah. sometimes. You need the exact opposite sometimes. <laughs> right. so. What about you, Doug? Um, well, I've had to just get to the point of, like, I have church, and then I have my family, and, like, that's it. So <laughs> it's always family stuff. But we try to um, we like to do all kinds of stuff. But I try to vlog my life, yeah. mostly for my kids to, like, remember stuff. They love going back and watching that stuff. So I like to video edit and do that as, like, a hobby because I don't have to do that here because the guy behind the camera does that. So that's kind of fun Tanner's to be able to there. do it as a hobby <laughs> instead of, like, pressure and work. So that's kind of, like... But I like to do a little bit of everything, like photography and... Um, I'm trying to think of non-tech things I do. I have a lot of animals and uh, dogs and pets and turtles and... Fish and Doug has a sweet motorcycle. And he comes I, to motorcycle. And, I, uh, I ride it opposite of what normal people do. So I ride it to work every day. I never ride on the weekends. <laughs> so everybody else is like, wants to go out and ride on the weekend. I'm like, no, I'm with my family. Like, it's so backwards. So. It's like the Batmobile of motorcycles, too. It's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he comes into, you, you always see Doug walking into the church. He's got his motorcycle helmet on with two cameras yeah. on either side, yeah. right? Because he's just vlogging all the time. And you just had. Um, the, the video with the derecho, right? That There's something crazy about that. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, well, so I got a dash cam for my car, and strangely enough, like within a few weeks, the derecho hit, and my wife happened to be driving during it, and it was like she thought it was a tornado because debris was flying all over, and she, you know, had all the kids with her. and But it's gotten, I mean, it's a, today it's about like 2 million views on YouTube, which is insane. <laughs> I had in my, one of my motorcycle videos has been on for like five years, which is super popular. It just hit a million. This one's been up for a couple weeks. So I don't know what's going on. but So if they want to find that, what's it called? On just search for Iowa Derecho. Iowa Derecho. Oh, yeah. I'll see a picture It'll of his right wife and kids in oh, their yeah. SUV, right? <laughs> so now out. we have two dash cameras. <laughs> so they're like, hey. And Brooke, good job. You look super calm in that video, by the way. You know you're going to watch this, but great job. Um, yeah, so, so go ahead and describe for us, maybe if you guys could, just like a typical week of what you guys do. Like you come in on, obviously, today's we're recording this on Monday. Um, you guys come in on Monday, and like, what's what's your week look like? What do you do? Let let people know kind of into your into your work life there a little bit. Well, let's go with the simple first. He's here two days a week because he's yeah, working. Yeah. Right. So go ahead. Yeah. So I only work my uh, Sundays and Wednesdays, and so on a Wednesday, it's right now in this season, it's youth group controlled basically because mm -hmm. we have to make sure everything's ready for that, and so. Um, pretty much set up anything that needs to get set up. And um, we always have like little projects on the side mm -hmm. yeah. that we're always, so any filler time we try and get those done. And um, But it's pretty much just like a bunch of setup, make sure everyone's systems are working well and well yeah. greased and- um, And doing graphics. Yeah, so that's my like side projects that I do yeah. is just kind of whenever I have filler time, I work on graphics and make sure we have stuff ready for social media and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then on Sundays it's 
pretty much go time, so it's just service. Could be anything. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much. If there's no fires to be put out, it's just making Sometimes sure the literally. service. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's just making sure the service runs well. So that that joke, that. by the way, is that one one morning. Oh, let's, you're the tech guy, so you no, tell tell okay. that story real quick. It'd be you, fun you, to hear you tell. You're the one dealing with it, so you tell it. Uh, well, I could tell from the security cameras from home that a light was stuck on, and I had tried to shut it off, a stage light, and it wasn't going off. So I knew that I'd have to go and reset the breakers back in a, the women's bathroom closet. Okay, That's where the breakers are. <laughs> it used to be where I got spanked as a child. It used to be a part of the bathroom. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, so basically I went back there and turned off the breakers and turned them back on like normal because it's just a super old system. And when I came out and got back to the sound room to adjust them, the fire alarms went off. So I knew right away that something was wrong in that room. So I rushed back in there. And just in that short amount of time, I, when I opened the door, it was just like billowing off thick white smoke. And so I had to shut off the main breaker that runs that breaker and then try to get the smoke out and call the fire department and shut off the alarms. and. <laughs> Get the smell out and just like all. And by the way, this is all at about six a.m. Yeah. on Sunday morning yeah. before y'all came to, to church, right? Yeah. So the <laughs> service this is before I was even there. I had <laughs> yeah. up and it... services still happen, so they were literally maybe not yeah. literally putting out fires, but maybe preventing fires. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I guess where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I say okay. So so Doug, yeah. question to you: what your typical like. Just yeah. bunch of stuff. I know it's like it's, it would probably be shorter to just say what you don't do, yeah. but <laughs> give us a little video. Picture. What Tanner does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a lot of meetings actually because now that I have staff under me, they're doing work, and I have a lot of volunteers to who are doing work. So I end up doing meetings. So like today, I met with Abe in the morning, which is our administrator, and went over just anything that would um, cross paths in other ministries that he's seen that needs to be done or whatever. Um, and then um, in the afternoon we had a meeting. Well, so like today randomly I went with Curtis because I'm also a uh, young adult leader, so I went with Curtis mm -hmm. and we went and got the gift cards from the coffee shops and we spent time talking about small groups and, and then we had a meeting about, so basically we have an admin kind of team meeting now where um, people who like work in the office and the custodian and myself um, and then Abe, um, we all have a meeting on like calendar like schedules. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so usually Mondays is a couple of meetings in there and then figuring out other things that might be broken in between. Mm -hmm. And then Tuesdays we have it usually have a full staff meeting and the mornings. Um, Wednesdays again is youth group has priority. Um, we have band practice that night. So that's mm -hmm. a super long day. I'm here from like nine to nine um, and just go home for one hour for dinner. Thursdays is like prep for Sunday. And then Sundays it's you know, 5 a.m. to whenever it's over and then come back at the design night. And then, like, it's just totally random. Like, mm -hmm. this yeah. Saturday we had a, a class, so a bunch of us were here working for that, um, running all the tech for that. There's, like, in the next month, there's, like, a funeral on a Monday night, a wor women's worship night on a Thursday night, a practice for that on a Tuesday night, right. a Sunday night service. It's just very random. Um, but in all those areas, I'm basically trying to manage all of the teams and all the ministries and all tech support for computers and trying to do a budget and plan the building project and uh, do all the computer leases and... Yeah. It's just, it's just, like I said, it'd be shorter to say what he doesn't do. But you do have to be very flexible 
Yes. Um, in ministry in general. But yes. You, you, we all do. We all do, but I, I think maybe even tech in particular, you guys have to be super flexible because everyone wants your time. Sure. Right? And, um, you know, everything from, it, it's funny because sometimes I'll, I have a lot of tech things that obviously with music, you know, mm -hmm. and um, anything from in-ear monitor stuff that we use to iPads that we use and things mm -hmm. like that. And uh, sometimes they're just not working right for whatever reason. It's kind of a running joke with us. Ever since I've been here, eight years or whatever, I've gone to him with a problem. Hey, the computer's not working or whatever. And Doug will walk towards the computer. Yeah. And he will get in within a few feet of the computer and it begins to work. <laughs> it is like they technology is afraid of his wrath <laughs> and so they they start behaving when he comes near. But he always solves our problems and uh I've yet to adopt that, yeah. <laughs> I wish that hey, was that, the case. It will rub off on you. John. It's actually frustrating because you. you come over and it's like, oh it's fixed, but why? I don't know. Well we'll do it again. I don't know. Like it's just like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But uh, they're always solving problems. I appreciate them. Um, so, Josh, you you volunteered for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Before you were kind of official, a couple days a week. And yeah. so, what was that like for you? And you know, what would you say? Because we're we're always looking for people to do ministry with us. You know, volunteer yeah. within the church, members of the church. Um, what was that like for you? And maybe how would you encourage other people to maybe get involved if that's what they're bent towards? Um, yeah. So I was kind of in a unique situation. I was able to. Uh, basically volunteer as much time as I had but um, now that I work another job and have a wife and things like that and kids cats yeah he does I gotta snuggle him every so often so Jasper's really needy yep <laughs> um, uh, I would say probably one of my favorite things working with Doug and volunteering under Doug was that it was anything I had like a hobby in like mm -hmm. I really enjoy photography so he'd push that on me because he knew that I had a passion for it. Mm -hmm. So things like that, finding things that I enjoy, but I also can serve at the same time really helps because it helps motivate me in order to like seek out what I can do better and, and just giving up time that you can, like sometimes you just don't have time, but there might be a day you're off and. One of the guys that uh, volunteered under us is uh, Rich Shipley. Yeah. And Rich. he's a perfect example of that. Whenever mm -hmm. he has a day off of work, he comes into the church and he's like, hey, is there anything I can help with or fix? Yeah. He might not always be available on a Sunday, which he usually is, but <laughs> yeah. he uh, he usually comes in whenever he can and just uses his free time. And that's a huge help yeah. to us. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I look back there and it's like, it's very rare on, especially main ministry times, you know, rehearsals and Sundays, it's very rare. I look back and I don't see Rich or Julia or yeah. Lauren or mm -hmm. people like that that are always back there just giving their time. And mm -hmm. uh, man, it's there's just even, so essential. There's even like, you think, you know, we talk about all those people and those are huge dedicated people. Yeah. I mean, like Julia yeah. spends probably like yeah. uh, six to eight hours here a week. I'm not kidding. So. So she used to have like her own chair with her name on the yeah. back. Well, she has her own headphones with okay. her name, her own walkie-talkie. There's not very people like that. But uh, Julia, by the way, all the all the lighting design that you mm -hmm. see on Sundays and like, backgrounds and backgrounds. Julia's yep. back there, artist artisting. Is that a word? Artisting. Designing. Artisting? Designing. I like artisting. Artisting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Designing is probably the right one. <laughs> um, she's back artisting. there doing all that. So, yeah. um, I was just gonna say that there's somebody like uh, Adrian who comes in, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. she just comes yeah. in every week and all she does is kind of like clean up lyrics and make sure that like 
all of our presentation yeah. software is good and creates like the live stream for YouTube. And it, but she's I, never probably there. I never mess up lyrics though. No, no, it's always no, perfect. Ever, ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's always perfect. But she's only there for 30 minutes. Yeah, so and that's still super crucial. Yeah, yeah it is because that's 30 minutes. We don't have to do it on a Sunday morning mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. Which is a lot of time on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's yeah. a big chunk. So um, this is a very important question. So I want you to respond to this. First thing that comes to your mind, you're both of you, oh, oh, as okay. quick as you can, ready? Who's your favorite worship leader? Uh, you. That's the right answer. Yeah. You can leave now, Josh. <laughs> I I'm just kidding. Say, I'm just kidding. You, or, uh... No, I'm just playing. So, um, so how about uh, how about this question? What what is the thing that you can vent a little bit here, both of you? Okay, thrown to both of you. What what frustrates you the most about let him go first tech, so I can calm down? Tech ministry, <laughs> tech tech in the church. What frustrates you the most? And don't I say mean, worship leaders. That's the yeah, wrong answer. <laughs> Dealing musicians, with musicians are the hardest. <laughs> um, tech ministry in general, or yeah, just in general. Just, general, yeah. Are there frustrations that kind of like ah? I wish this. Um, man, I'm the worst of these like on the spot questions. <laughs> but, um, probably the hardest things are things that you like because neither of us. You have a lot more experience, but I'm. I don't have any formal training in technology. Oh, so probably right. for me, <laughs> you have experience okay. over time. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've only been doing this for like a couple of years, so yeah. I'm still learning a lot. But probably the most annoying thing is when you reach a problem and you've never experienced it before mm -hmm. and you're just like, well, I've gone through all my like Normal. A to Z yeah. list that I've tried in? before. Yeah, is it plugged in? Is it, did I turn it off, turn it back on kind of thing? And that just thing needs to be done, and you have a learning curve on top yes. of it. Yeah, you have a learning on. curve. So, yeah. and then people are waiting for you, which yeah. it's not their fault or anything yeah. like that. So, right. there's a bit of pressure, and so it's not. It's annoying, but it's also kind of like, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah. And usually, my go-to is go to go to Doug. But <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of times, ends up Google. But there's sometimes even you have to like go to tech support oh, yeah. from the actual company and like. Yeah figure it out so those are probably the most annoying moments because it's usually time sensitive so but besides that it's kind of I enjoy it because it's kind of a challenge but yeah I could, how about you I could go on for like an hour so <laughs> this is turning into a counseling of, session trying to think of who's listening. lay down on the couch here for a second oh. <laughs> well when you're young and when you're young in this ministry and especially when you're full-time and young in the ministry anywhere in the ministry, it's time scheduling, especially with your family, like your wife, and trying to be like, what time are you leaving? I'm um, five. Okay, now I'm not leaving at five because I'm recording a podcast and we don't know how long we're going to talk. So when are you going to start dinner? Well, how do I, you know, so getting on board with your family on where you're at, that was very frustrating in the beginning of our marriage and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So getting, communicating about that and both being flexible and getting your job to be flexible, like, hey, I got to leave to go do this at home. That's fine, whatever. I'm going to go build a deck for two days because it's warm, but and I don't have any events. But then I'm going to work all weekend, and mm. wife, I'm going to be gone on the weekend. Okay, I'm going to move homeschool around. Like, that was very frustrating, but it's that's nearly solved. I mean, that's we don't have problems with that anymore. Um, the same thing would be was would, a little bit of, like, that with staff or, like, communicating with the staff. So, yeah. like, anyone in any ministry individually, like, let's say, youth ministry, their world is youth ministry yep. and they see the world in their in their window and so but i have to be able to not only take care of them in their way with their equipment and their schedule and their right. style and then also balance 
everyone else's that's doing ministry and then also drop everything for anybody who's over me, you know, because they said so, a pastor or a deacon or something. And then you've also got your own projects that are going on that mm -hmm. are either don't have a timeline, which then makes you put them off, or things that do have a timeline that makes you like try to, uh, yeah. So trying to balance all of that <laughs> is super hard. There's lots of projects that I just like have piled that's just like someday we'll do that when we have time and it's going to take three days like i have an entire racks over there i want to rebuild and i have all the parts for but it has to take the internet down and it has to be on a day that no one's here and it has to be when there's no event and it has to be when i'm gonna you know what i mean so yeah. so yeah. that is the hardest part is trying to get everybody on the same page which we keep working better and better at yeah you do a great job at it. And there are a lot of moving pieces at Sailorville. Oh, and, yeah. um, and, and you know, they've grown over the past several years, too, where oh, it yeah. was a bunch and now it's more. Yeah. So we all, a guy like him, like I said before, these guys are, their hands are in everything. So I could be, you know, waiting on someone to get there for the sound room for a rehearsal or something like that. And I'm like in music world. Sure. But then I'm not realizing that there's a, you know, a figurative fire to put out up in the youth room for youth and so sure. th they have to be over all those things and so yeah we have to we have to bear with e with each other in love right as scripture says yeah. and uh but they do a great job of of the balancing act i gotta say so um in my job i i would say like the favorite parts of my job um are seeing or hearing when when some you know a song or someone something spoke to somebody um reinforced scripture, mm -hmm. communicated the gospel, and that was part of their um, conversion experience. Yeah. Like They were like convinced of the truth of scripture as people worshiped, and yeah. it's so cool. And, and things like getting to go into the Rise Up ministry. Our, um, mm -hmm. We have a, a developmentally disabled uh, folks here. Awesome, we call them kids, awesome kids, and uh, they are great people, and I love going in there. So what about you guys? Like, what's your what's your favorite thing about your jobs that just, you know, your, your time in tech here that just keeps you going? Like, this is why I do this. You can go first because I've been going first the last two questions. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the same when it comes to those types of things, seeing the behinds of things of, like, Rise Up or Kids Ministry or anything that's going on that nobody sees. Like, I see the security cameras or I'm here during the weekday and there's a Bible study going on and you're just like, or the ladies are having their Bible study out in the parking lot and you just get to see all of that. Yeah. But, um, and, and salvation's obviously, like, we're a part of watching the baptisms, being a part of every story, you know, mm -hmm. everything like that. But I think the, what I really love is the behind the scenes. Like, I'm not a pastor, so I'm not in on the pastoral stuff, but I am around and with every pastor, I'm with every ministry, I'm with, with all kinds of members in the church, with volunteers, with everything. And so I'm literally seeing everything going and behind the scenes, it literally like with security cameras or um, just seeing people coming in and out of the church and, and all of those things. So to see what's going on behind the scenes, you know, there's a lot of like, um, I know churches have like inner staff issues or they have like, um, um, they have financial, like we have church plants that like, you know, they don't, they don't, um, have it as easy as we do because we're a bigger church and like but i see and so people have sometimes like issues with the church and i just feel like in the background i'm seeing the true heart of all the staff volunteers members and we just mm -hmm. have this like yeah. camaraderie and we all believe the same thing and we all 
we're working for the same thing, which is the gospel, and we our leader is like strong, and we can follow him easily, Pastor Pat, and but we don't like have this like rock star of him to where like if he's gone, we can't keep going. Like mm-hmm. it's just like it's almost like this as perfect as a church could be. Besides, we're sinners, obviously, but I mean like it is just. I, I try to get that out through social media, through mm-hmm. our videos, through our content, and as much as I can say it because if anything was going on, I'd be the first guy to see it because I see everything I see that I can see, you know, the internet and their emails mm-hmm. and their texts and their whatever, and I get, I hold people's phones and stuff, so I know what's going on, and it's it's amazing how God is blessing this church. It has been that way since I've been here, even as a kid. And there may be an issue here or there, but this church is being blessed by God, and our leadership is just amazing. So that's my favorite part. I, I wouldn't go anywhere unless God literally yanked me out of here and said, you have to go here, because I, that's why I stay here. I mean, I hate the cold here. <laughs> if it wasn't for Taylor, well, I'd move. But it's, this is a real church. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go. But, Josh, what about you? Um, for me, it would probably be those those moments of like it worked like just, just <laughs> I like, just I just did the learning <laughs> curve I did yeah. yes. once a but, month made things work around like, that, like like you said there's a lot of moving huge moving yeah. parts yeah. and it's when those moving parts like come together and it just works like like on a Sunday there's a huge part of the band but then there's also the tech team that they're relying on yep and when those two pieces come together and you can just see that people are actually like worshiping without uh-huh. without any distraction yeah. without any like worry they're just there in God's presence and mm-hmm. it's just it's just cool to see like when you see those little moments and you're mm-hmm. like that's cool like yeah. like God's just bringing it all together and yeah. just able to help yeah help that I guess or not really help but yeah mm-hmm. so grease the wheel yeah grease the wheel grease yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just those those moments where you can you can see that so I really I really it was cool so we say a lot at Sailorville, um, you know, worship is not just singing this song, mm-hmm. right? It's not, yep. it's not just calling on someone at their house or at the hospital or whatever. Those, those things are worship. But a lot of people, sometimes you say, you know, that people refer to me as a worship leader. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, in music, you know, I, I try to refer to myself as a musical worship leader. Mm-hmm. But things that we do for the glory of God to advance the gospel, what we say here at Sailorville, to see more people more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is worship when we're surrendering ourselves. So I know you guys view tech that way. Mm-hmm. I view tech that way. So how, just unpack that a little bit, that statement that, that uh, tech as worship, right? When you are crawling under a stage to connect a cable or pushing up a fader or working on a light design or whatever, worship, how are you worshiping? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, obviously, it's your heart and your relationship with God in that moment. Like, it's not just a task. So, I mean, music is obviously a huge part of worship because you are, especially if you can keep it distraction-free, very focused on God. I mean, we even think about that with our backgrounds and our lighting. Like, not to say that we'll never get there where moving lights are going around or sometimes we do have crazy backgrounds and you can worship by clapping and jumping and being more excited. But I'm just saying that when you can totally be focused and you're and you're connecting with God, it's not like um, it's a little different than plugging in a cable because you are thinking about the tech part of it. So yeah. that's when I feel like I'm worshiping the most, but it's when I'm at the soundboard. So <clears throat> just like you guys are using 
um, different notes and tempos and octaves and blah 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 all the, the things the blah 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 that you do. That's <laughs> most of what people I do. relate to. Blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I'm in the back doing the same in a musical way in pulling this instrument up or down in this mm -hmm. vocal and blending the harmonies and doing whatever I'm doing and, and for the audience to enjoy it but also to like express the what God has the talents and the creativity that he's given you guys and try to magnify it that's what we always try to you know, that's another tech thing is like mm -hmm. we're just magnifying whatever's coming into oh, that's us good. That's and good. so that we're giving that we're trying to make that better and so that's part of worship is like whether it's um you know a baptism testimony going out and all through the whole process and then tanner getting it out onto the internet and just being like mm -hmm. this is our purpose this is our like you know why we're doing this so but it but it can be there's times when obviously you're just like checking yourself you know you're like crawling under the stage pulling a cable on a saturday and nobody's here and you're just like nobody knows i'm here and i'm putting mm -hmm. in over my hours even though i'm salary but i mean it's like, <laughs> i'm i mean i literally was here one night on a friday night which is my day off with my wife crawling through the ceiling running a you know an, an antenna for wi-fi and i'm just like nobody knows i'm here and then you're just like why am I doing this then? Like, I'm doing it for God. I'm not doing it for mm -hmm. anybody to see me. I'm here yeah. serving, so why? Yeah. So this will work, so well, this will work, so this will go, so the gospel will go. Right. So, like, that's the driving force behind everything. That's how I would say I worship is, like, what, why am I doing it? And that's actually how I choose what I do. So when I have a list of ten things and I say, what is this, you know, there are things that obviously just have to be done for logistics, but, like, mm -hmm. do I do this or do I do that? Okay, this is has the potential to reach more people with more truth all the way up to the gospel than this little thing over here that might be flashy, like psh, that's going on the shelf and I'm doing this thing. And somebody might be mad about that, but I just, I, I know that that's how, what needs to be done. I was just, you reminded me, I was just reading through, uh, am reading through First Kings in part of my devotions and uh, there's a, a couple of chapters in there where it's just talking about um, the temple being built mm -hmm. and like what kind of wood and what kind, you know, gold well, here detailed. and silver here, and like all these details and like, I was thinking to myself, you know, why is God putting all this in here? And I, I had the thought, and it's just that God is concerned with details. Oh, yeah. He's concerned with the details because the details make up the whole, right? And that's how mm -hmm. I look yeah. at, at you guys, too, is there's so many details. And, like, most people will walk back into the sound room and look at the soundboard, for example, and go, oh, my goodness, you know, this is the... We call it we call it the Star Trek bridge sometimes because yeah. Doug's into Star Trek a little bit. But you know what do all these things do? You know, but he knows all those details, and so he if if some of those details are off, and I promise you, if he turns my guitar up too loud on Sunday, even if I'm playing the right notes, right, you're gonna be hating your life because it's yeah. just too loud and out of balance and everything. So yeah. you balancing all those dynamics and things just keeps it smooth. And uh, I was gonna say too. Um, we've we've heard on, on like the online stuff that's big part of the tech here at Sayadaville is, is online and website and mm -hmm. and the live stream and you know recordings Tanner back here behind the camera edits uh, the sermons and stuff together puts them out on YouTube and everything can, can, can you come out here just for a second can you just show your face on camera real quick yeah. Tanner? I want to give you a shout out real quick yeah Tanner this is Tanner Archer Right here. Does he fit in the shot? Say hi. Yeah. Does he fit? Come in here. Come on. So he's got to admit it. Man. Right. I got to manage this one. <laughs> Tanner does. Uh, he's he has to be back there behind the camera. Uh, I think because he just wants to be there behind the camera. <laughs> but he's balancing some audio and stuff here because because some of us are louder than others. So um, at least Pastor's not here. You know, yeah. that's he's a big balance. <laughs> His voice is pretty booming. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But uh, 
guys, guys like Tanner um, and these guys are working on stuff like that, and it goes out. And I've heard, we've heard, of people in other countries, like mm-hmm. literally across the pond, right? Uh, in in a lot of different countries that have messaged us. You know, I've I've uh, come to Christ. I, I heard the message, and I came to Christ mm-hmm. through that ministry. So it stretches far and wide, you know. So super, super important. Um, oh yeah. Your question too. I don't want to skip that question for you. Oh, no, you can speak to that too. Yeah. Um, well, to be honest, the the Lord had to kind of work in my heart in that area because for a while I just viewed it as a job. Yeah. Like I I really enjoy working here, and I'm blessed to be able to be paid to work with Doug and and Tanner and. Um, but uh, actually, my wife had to kind of talk me through it and show me that being here is actually still serving the Lord and. Mm-hmm. And being here on a Sunday isn't just just work. It's being able to serve others and make sure we get rid of those distractions and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's those moments that like that translate to worship for me. Being like on the soundboard, especially on the soundboard for mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Um, making sure that things flow um, allow me to be able to worship the Lord and see His His mighty hand over mm-hmm. everyone and His sovereign grace. So. Um, and then just little things like sometimes I have to jump on the slides mm-hmm. like this, this Sunday we yeah. had, uh, we had a emergency. quick, quick yeah. emergency and just had to swap out and I got to sit there and sing and worship the Lord through singing, but also get to click the slides. Yeah. So, yeah. so just moments like that. Yeah. That just allow me to worship him and remember that I'm serving him and he's a ultimate purpose for that. So. Well, I was thankful you were clicking the slides too because I would look mighty stupid <laughs> out there. <laughs> I was not knowing what to say. It was a little worse than, uh, than uh, previous, no, previous was services. Good. But, uh, good. Appreciate you Only the that. first slide. Then you had it. You were like timing. I could, you were like figuring out the time and yeah, right. on how long it was going to take to click the thing and then it was fine. A um, couple quick questions here. Um, uh, commonly asked questions sometimes of you guys. Okay, so I'll throw it to you super quick. You don't have to be, you know, give a long answer or whatever, mm-hmm. but... I don't you, know if I'm capable you, you of that. <laughs> <laughs> three coffees. He's kind of delved into it. He's very caffeinated right I now. Am. I'm trying to be uh, short. If you see Doug jittering up here, that's why he's several several coffees in. So um, you get asked a lot about music volume in there. Uh-huh. And it's really nice because when people come up and they ask me about, you know, why... Because to them it might be a little loud, or to some people have said it's not loud enough, right? And they ask me, like, that's his area right there to throw it back to you so, I do. So, throw it back to me no I okay. <laughs> i'll throw it to the pastor the, yeah the yeah lead pastor um i mean we basically before i was here chose the direction of our music i mean on staff i was i was here but as music started to become more progressive i mean if you could use that word uh, i don't know if you can say that word <laughs> what word and what i use <laughs> So, well, we added more instruments in a keyboard yeah. and an organ. I mean, we brought in drums and guitars and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, so, one, I would say with volume is, one, we're, I feel like we try to match the culture and not because we obey the culture, but, like, we live in a world. Like, we mm-hmm. use all, we use cameras, we use phones, we use this, we listen to music, we do this. And so... We felt that the direction of the community and the area and the style, the place where we live in the world and all that kind of stuff, this type of music was the style that we wanted to. We don't want to be 
way out there and not reach uh, we want to, we don't want to reach a super small group of people that listen to screamo Christian music, <laughs> and we don't want to be over here where it's just like hymns only. We want it to be in this middle, and we can go back and forth. Even in a one service, you can do that with the yep. types of songs or instruments or whatever we're doing. Even within one song, you can do that. Yep. So um, we try to blend and do that, but with volume, um, I think I think for me and the staff. And I would say deacons and all leadership seem to be on the, have been for the years I've been here on the same page on where we're at with volume and instrumentation and why we do it. And I don't want to step too far into your area of both music and pastors, but I just read my vibe of what the church is, is that God, God is not like we were talking earlier. He's not just like super plain. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's like, why are there like 30,000 varieties of frogs? Like, why do you need to make one? Okay, right? So, like, he makes thunder, and the Bible talks about all these instruments and banging and clapping and mm-hmm. singing and shouting. And so, what are we supposed How do we not? How do, I just don't know how you not do that. Yeah. And when you're talking about the God, the creator of the world, and there's a song that's building, I just can't do it quietly. And I think, I think a big difference, too, though, is you're talking about like guitar being too loud, yeah. or maybe I've got the wrong um, equal. EQ on someone's voice mm-hmm. and they sound sharp or whatever, that might not be loud. That just is like not tuned right. And right. so it sounds loud. Right. And you could, if, if, that's why our goal is to make it tuned correctly mm-hmm. so we can push up the pressure and the volume in the room to make it feel powerful without hurting ears. Because my actually my ears are very sensitive for my age. I'm shocked that I can still hear. I mean, he can hear better than I can, but I still get, for my age, I can actually still hear really well. So I try to be... Uh, Pay attention to that. So that was a really long answer. Yeah, I was gonna say we try a short answer. We try and uh, keep it under ninety decibels. There you go. So That's good. That's good. OSHA, we pass OSHA regulations yeah. and whatever. We have tested that and. Yeah. Yeah. They are looking out for your health, by the yeah, way. If, yeah. if you're one of those people that feel it's too loud, they are looking out for you. They have the readouts back there. It's My way, 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 way safe. It's over a so, certain amount for right. too long. Right. Uh, so uh, quickly. It's not a bad attitude then. That's really the main thing. Yeah. And that's taken me years to change. I've had people come in like, why is it so loud? I'm like, you're old. Like, get yeah. up. You, know, you can't do that, right? Can't I mean, do that. Not what's, what's the purpose? Like, if you keep complaining, I will go loud. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so some people say, you know, why, when they walk into the sanctuary, it's sort of, well, why is it dark or, mm-hmm. or seem like it's dark in some places mm-hmm. and not dark in others? And we'll speak yeah. to that real quick. Yeah, tech, it's, it's going to be another preference like the music, and it's just something that we had decided. We have actually had gone back and forth, you know, years ago on that argument or whatever you want to call it. Um, personally, as that the leader over that and from the direction of staff and pastors, I would say that it's because our goal is to take the focus off of us. Now, we still want to have a connection with God, but there, you know, you want to... We're trying to take away distractions. So for me personally, when I stand out in the audience and I have a bunch of people behind me, I feel like I, they can all see me. So whether I'm raising my hands now, I grew up in this church, which used to be very conservative. We never raised our hands back when I was a child. So that's part of my own thing that I have to deal with. But when you go to raise your hand and you feel like you're distracting someone behind you or you're turning to do something, tell your kid to sit down or whatever, you know, like you feel like you're distracting all these people behind you. So that's part of it. You want to pull the focus onto the stage and not because of the people on the stage, but more just because of what's happening and the words and you can be alone with God in a sense. Now you still want to be with the people because it's supposed to be corporate worship. So 
we we have the lights at you know 30 40 percent but mm -hmm. it's it's to keep distraction down is the main goal yeah. um but um yeah, I don't know. And I you think, were saying how the outside light can affect some of the screens and oh, things like that. Yeah. So it sure, it's part of controlling the situation right. because the more the more variety of light and the more different things that are going on, all these different things like that. That's why the windows aren't open. Like, yeah, we'd love to have the windows open, but there's cars driving by and they glare and they distract and right. somebody parks there and then you're blinding someone and they're complaining about it being open. And well, sometimes a derecho a bird happens. Derecho happens. <laughs> the bird runs into the window. Why is that tree flying by the, the window? Color, <laughs> actually, the color of the light coming in from the windows is super white and yeah. our room is not. And so those two colors mess up cameras and photography. And so there's reasons for all that kind of stuff. But the main thing, I think, is less, less distraction. And again, I would say that we are somewhat trying to match the culture we live in. We are not trying to worship the culture we live in. But you go to any concert or performance, we're not trying to just put on a performance, but you, the lights go down in the audience and mm. the focus goes on the stage, whether it's a play or music or mm. a speech or whatever. So we're just doing what we've matched in the culture. And we do... Uh, Check those things. Yeah. What's the Bible say? What's tradition say? Do we tear it down just because it's tradition? No. Do we tear it down because the Bible says to? Yes. So if the Bible doesn't really say anything about it, then we go with culture and society and opinions and pastoral it's leadership. Like, and, sometimes we talk about it as like speaking a language. You know, you, mm -hmm. you speak the language if, if you were against, you know, let's say the a website or something like that. You know, sure. that. That's a language of our culture to speak yeah. into that. And so all this tech stuff that we do, the way I view it, you know, we have to speak the same language as what people will listen to and understand. And, yeah. and um, that plays a big role in tech, um, what you guys do. So what's the short answer? I don't know, but all I could think of was a, was a story when a silver car parked right next to the window. Oh. We still have those blinds up. But there was like this beam, just like <laughs> on the middle through. of this, in the middle of the the um, stage. Yeah, it snuck through. Laser and we spent light. like two services. Where is that light coming from? <laughs> and we finally yeah. figured out there was a car out, burning a window. hole in the screen. Yeah, out there. <laughs> magnified it. More smoke. Um, okay, so uh, bringing it on home here. Um, we we do say a lot at Sayerville Church. Um, our motto is more people, more like Jesus. Um, it's about communicating the gospel. Gospel. Gospital. Gospital. Oh, wow. Define gospel. Gospital. That's a made-up word. That's not bad. We should do a podcast series called <laughs> yeah. Gospital. That'd be cool. Uh, the, we're all about the gospel. I do. I don't like coffee. You don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink But we are about the gospel. Um, that uh, that Jesus is the Son of God. He came to earth, born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, died a sacrificial death for us, rose again the third day. And um, if we put our faith and trust in him, if you put your faith and trust in him and, and uh, repent of your sins and turn to him, that he saves us, he gives us eternal life. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to communicate. And so there's maybe people out there that want to get in on your guys' end of communicating that gospel of members of Sailorville. you got to be a member at Sailorville to, yep. to serve in a, in a ministry. So if there's a member of Sailorville out there right now listening to the podcast, doing what they're doing, they're going, hey, maybe tech would be some uh, a cool place I could serve, I could plug in, no pun intended. Um, how would they go about doing that, and like, what type of things do you need? Yeah. Well, they can email me, dougporter at sailorvillechurch.com. Mm -hmm. They can just call the office or whatever. We, we can communicate that. Um, I would say, you know, the first thing is a lot of people think, oh, big church, there's lots of people, everything's running, they don't need me. Mm -hmm. so I would say that's not true. So don't believe that. The kids' ministry probably needs you more than I do but because they, they're low on people. But we always can find a place for somebody. And 
you know, there's probably spots where someone's serving every week, every Sunday in a spot filling it because it's open. But mm -hmm. if we could have another person, they could go yeah. every other week and they would, it would be better. So there's always a spot. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, you know, not to pick on certain people, but I have a few older people who just, they just point a camera. And that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I had one Saturday that yep. came and I wasn't running a camera and the soundboard and the lights and by myself, like in an event. So that, that helps a ton. Mm -hmm. And there is such a broad area of tech and even something, there's things that we don't do because we don't have somebody that can do that, like transcribing the services. Mm -hmm. We had somebody do that for a while and they're gone and we don't do that anymore. And so it's just like, there are the, anything that you could think of that could touch tech, we use it. And um, so I would say, don't be afraid. And, and sometimes there's people who are like, hey, I want to come and do this. And then we're like, yeah, we have 10 people that can like, um, for example, we probably have 10 photographers, mm -hmm. which is great because we have one every service. Yeah. But do we need another one? Yeah, probably not. But maybe, maybe for other events like youth group or something. So I will always find a spot for yeah. for a person to serve. So, so any, anywhere from if you have sound experience with mm -hmm. te real technical stuff to anything from, you know, grabbing a bar and pointing a camera and making that mm -hmm. nice and smooth, you know, that's something yeah. you could do for yeah. something that was... Like me, yeah. who's super non-technical, I can grab that and follow the person on stage, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, line it up. So well, you my can... son runs like a children's yeah. ministry thing on one service, so, you know. And month. he's, well, how old is he? 13 now, but he was, yeah. he's been doing it for probably for four years. Yeah. 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 And so. you're just clicking things and, you know, no offense to kids, but they don't see the, the mess ups. So right. it's a great place to start. Yeah. And mess around, so. One so, thing I touch on is the, a lot of people think it's just Sunday that you can serve. Yeah. And that's kind of. Something I said before, like Rich, who comes Good in any, ten, anytime he's free, but yeah. there's also Saturday modules and like during the week modules that mm -hmm. sometimes Doug is busy and we just need someone to help out. So if you're, mm -hmm. if they, if someone wants to volunteer and they're more available during the weeks, then yeah. we will we'll take those people Great as well. Point. I have people who uh, come in and just clean, like mm -hmm. not clean, but like organize. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have yeah. so many storage spaces kind of and old stuff. And <laughs> well, the big thing, yeah, is just that an event's over, people are great for helping, but they just, where do I put this? Where do I put this? And it's like, I can't tell you where everybody, just put it in the closet. And then the closet's now full. So it's like, Peter, can we, can we plug in a before and after of the security closet and the, and the clean tech closet? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Might so. not still have a photo of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so last, last question, we'll wrap it up here. Um, uh, we are uh, maybe a larger church than, than many. Um, we're not as large as some, obviously. There are some churches that are uh, much farther along, in a manner of speaking, in, in the tech world, are doing more, have more staff, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of churches that maybe aren't where we are as far as the amount of stuff we're doing, live streaming, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe there's folks out there watching, watching or listening to this that would say, hey, I want to I wanna do this better. Mm -hmm. um, I want to do this more. I want to. I want to go deeper into the, the the tech, whether it's you know, uh, music stuff or online stuff or whatever. Um, what advice would you give to someone trying to build that up mm -hmm. and and build that ministry up, that way of of getting the gospel out? What advice yep. would you give? What's important? Well, starting today, since it's modern day, with social media, I would mm -hmm. get on Facebook and get in a group called Church Sound and Media Tech, or. Uh, there's multiple other ones, but that's a big one. There's like 10,000 plus guys in the same mm -hmm. job. And they're all the way from what you said, 
people that are just members of the church helping to yeah. youth guys that are all by themselves to mega churches. So, and somebody's been there and done that. So that's a great place to get resources and experience that he was talking about earlier. So that's number one. But then, um, you know, I I never I never take no for an answer in things like let's say like live streaming. I mean, I just literally found whatever the best thing I had was. Nowadays it's iPhones, and I but we didn't have that back then, and it was like. Okay, I'm going to grab that camera and I'm going to plug it into this computer and I'm going to live stream to this free website and I'm going to try to figure out how to get it onto our code and like it's just going to work. And then when we go to the next thing, we're just going to try to figure out how to get that thing to work. And it doesn't matter how cheap it is or how low quality it is or whatever. It's like it's all more about the non-distraction, but it's also like using what I have. And, you know, because we, we deal with this all the time with church plants. I mean... We just had a church plan a couple of weeks ago lose their main soundboard, which is a very nice one. But mm. he had an old one in the closet, and he worked and plugged it all in and got it going, and it's just what he had, and he got it working. And, of course, we share stuff and borrow stuff. But, uh, yeah, I would just say, you know, um, use use what you have and just don't make excuses. Like, I feel like I could do that all the time. Like, no, we're not going to do a podcast because we don't have super sweet microphones that everybody has in their table in our studio you know like we're literally in a basement in a room that has no ventilation yeah we're like all sweating it's, it's cold outside but, we are cold <laughs> but but we're using what we have and yeah. some of our stuff in here is like rinky dink you wouldn't believe it but some of the stuff we've got is really nice and so we just have to pick and choose and so yeah i don't know that's i could go on and on again yeah yeah that sums up really well yeah so um thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. I want to say to you guys watching, everyone listening, I, I really appreciate you guys. I do. And, and all the people um, at Southerville Church that are behind the scenes, Tanner back here, Doug, Josh, you know, we listed a few other people. Um, but everyone that's behind the scenes, you know, in my job, um, they put me up on a stage and they, you guys shine a big light on me every week for whatever reason. I don't know why. But uh, sometimes, sometimes people. <laughs> your complexion. <laughs> yeah. But people see what I do. And sure. uh, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's not good. <laughs> but they see what I do, and they don't always see what, what guys like you do um, and, and all our volunteers and our people that clean the church and are in with the kids and doing tech stuff and uh, in with the Rise Up kids and just all this stuff that people don't see. And, um, man, we're just thankful. I'm just yeah. thankful for you guys, and you guys make it go and appreciate you. So thank you guys um, for, uh, for watching, for listening today. If you guys want to get a hold of Doug, uh, you can get on our website and uh, get a hold of him if you'd like to serve. Um, if there's any way we can serve you, you know, you could email us too at the church. And uh, we'd love to help out in any way we can to uh, to see the gospel go out to people. That's a heartbeat. And that's these guys' heartbeat. So thanks for tuning in today. We'll see you next time, okay?